I'm going to have for you for the Daily Sports Report today. For uh, David Carlson on the other side of the glass, my name's Andrew Shapiro. Make sure you watch college basketball because this is uh, going to get crazy. Um, and we'll leave you with a good night and a go blue. Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have half a mind To leave you, babe That means I have half a mind To stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and spring's coming! Why are you backing away from me? No, seriously, spring's coming. It's going to be here in mere minutes. Okay, it's very cold and the sun is sun is shining. The sun is shining. It's round, which is important to what we're talking about on today's show. We're going to have snow in the next couple of days, but spring is coming, and I know because all kinds of stuff are happening in Ann Arbor and will also will be happening in, in the whole world also. I'm going to tell you all about that, but first of all, it is pie day. Happy pie day. I love to eat pie, but also pie, as you may know, is, is a number. It is a mathematical constant. It is equal approximately to 3.14, hence today's date, March 14th, 3.14, you know. And you use it to figure out the circumference of a circle. I should go into teaching. The circumference of a circle, in case you've forgotten. It is a transcendental number, which is very Ann Arbor. It is also an irrational number. I've tried to talk to it. I've tried to reason with it, but there's just no reasoning with an irrational number. But happily, Kate Bush has written a song about food that is called Pi, which is coincidentally the irrational transcendental mathematical constant number that is that. It's that number that kind of looks like Spinal Tap's Stonehenge prop, but a little bit curlier. You know that one. So this song by Kate Bush called Pi is about six minutes long. We might actually listen to about three minutes and 14 seconds of it, but let's get into the delicious pie mood, shall we?
listening to Kate Bush and Pi counting the numbers. This song could technically go on infinitely, but it doesn't. And we're going to let the calculations fade off into the sunset. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It is Pi Day. It is a day about P-I-E-N-P-I and P-E-I, maybe, if you like Prince Edward Island. But in the meantime, this is the news from Russia. Uh, Maslenitsa, also known as Butter Week, Pancake Week, or Cheese Fair Week, is an Eastern Slavic religious and folk holiday happening this week. It's celebrated during the last week before Great Lent. During Lent, meat, fish, dairy products, and eggs are forbidden. Lent also excludes parties. (sighs) Secular music, dancing, and other distractions from the spiritual life. Oh, man. So, Maslenitsa represents the last chance to partake of dairy products and those social activities that are not appropriate during the more prayerful, sober, and introspective Lenten season. The most characteristic food of Maslenitsa are blinis, or blini, those round and golden... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Forgive me. Excuse me. Those round and golden pancake pancakes are made from the rich foods still allowed by the Orthodox tradition, butter, eggs, and milk. And they're round, so you could use the calculation of pi to figure out their circumference, you see. So it's all connected by this transcendental number, man. So Maslenica activities also include snowball fights, sledding, riding on swings, and lots and lots of sleigh rides. In some regions, each day of Maslenica had its traditional activity, one day for sleigh riding, another for the sons-in-law to visit their parents-in-law, another day for visiting the godparents, etc. The mascot of the celebration is usually a brightly dressed straw effigy of Maslenica, formerly known as Kostroma. As the culmination of the celebration on Sunday evening, Lady Maslenica is stripped of her finery and put it to the flames in a bonfire. Any remaining blintzes are also thrown on the fire, and Lady Maslenica's ashes are buried in the snow to fertilize the crops. See, spring's coming, like I said. The last day of Cheese Fair Week is called Forgiveness Sunday, or Cheese Fair Sunday, and the day following Cheese Fair Sunday is called Clean Monday, because everyone has confessed their sins, asked forgiveness, and begun Great Lent with a clean slate. And maybe on Monday you'll fess up to what you did on St. Patrick's Day this Sunday, huh? Nah. St. Patrick's Day is this Sunday. I know. It's too much going on. It's very exciting. It's Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti, and everywhere else in the world, and Russia, and there's just too much to keep track of. But this is Pandora's Lunchbox. And did you know one of the fine original stories behind the creation of the name Beatles? You know, the group The Beatles. John Lennon was asked in July of 1961 in the newspaper Mercy Beat how the name Beatles came about. John said... Many people ask, what are Beatles? Why Beatles? Ugh, Beatles. How did the name arrive? So we will tell you. It came in a vision. A man appeared in a flaming pie and said unto them, From this day on you are Beatles with an A. Thank you, Mr. Man, they said, thanking him.
Yes. Wild Honey Pie by The Beatles. That was their biggest hit single. It was number one for 436 weeks. What a great song. The extended remix, a full minute and 12 seconds long. That was from the White Album, which is irrational because it's really called The Beatles. It's a day for irrational numbers, irrational people, and transcendentance. And this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. It is Pi Day. It's 20 minutes before 7. Coming up at 7, Arwolf will help you to face the music right here on WCBN. Also tonight, beginning at 7... The University of Michigan Museum of Art is on the corner of State and South University, you know. So the Museum of Art invites you to spend the evening at a free community event there. Says Uma, stand before the shimmering fields of color created by West African artist El Anatsui in the career retrospective El Anatsui, When I Last Wrote to You About Africa. Forgiveness for pronunciations, I hope. Take a walk around London with the Queen of England's guards in Francis Ali's video work, Guards. Travel to the Himalayas with Buddhist thangkas and treasures, the Walter Coates Collection, Museum of Anthropology, and find out what an architect does with Alice in Wonderland and Andy Warhol's dessert recipes in Florencia Pita FP Mod. Dessert recipes like pie? I hope so, but Florencia Pita FP Mod is an installation piece in the library with many, many different elements. That's, did I say library? I meant museum. This is all at the University of Michigan Museum of Art on the corner of State and South University. Starting this evening at 7, it's going to go on for a while because there's also going to be a a jazz group, the Ingrid Racine Quartet, featuring local jazz musician Ingrid Racine on trumpet. She's formerly of the post-Afrobeat band Nomo, which you may have heard around town, Detroit guitarist and Wayne State faculty member Chuck Newsom is in the band. Bassist Jordan Shug and drummer Rob Upsherian will present jazz interpretations of Afropop classics and original compositions inspired by the Monday tradition of West Africa. Light refreshments and curators' chats will round out the evening. Round like pie, don't you know? So this is all at the U at the UMA, at UMA, the University of Michigan Museum of Art, beginning this evening at 7 and going on for a while. There's no telling what happens when you open a can of human beans, I'll tell you that.
Kind of like a Who ending with Andy Summers chanting maniacally on top, something like that. That's the Dukes of Stratosphere, also known as XTC to their friends, and that is open a can that is open a can of human beans. It's from the album Twenty Five O'Clock. It came out actually in the eighties without that cut. Now there's a CD deluxe version with Open a Can of Human Beans and other wonderful songs including The Mole from the Ministry, My Love Explodes, 25 o'clock, of course, Nicely, Nicely Jane, and many others. So, I do want you to know also about something else going on. This is going on in Ann Arbor tomorrow uh, at the Ann Arbor District Library. See, I said library earlier. I was thinking ahead of my brain self. Now, the Ann Arbor District Library tomorrow from 6 to 8.30 will screen the documentary Fordson Faith Fasting Football. This is from 6 to 8.30 tomorrow. And here's a description from the website of Fordson. It's a feature-length documentary. It follows four talented high school football players on a predominantly Arab-American team in Dearborn as they gear up for their big senior year rivalry game during the last 10 days of Ramadan. That's a month when Muslims traditionally fast every day from sunrise to sundown. As the Fordson team readies itself to play its affluent crosstown rival, the film depicts a community that is desperately holding on to its Islamic faith while struggling to gain acceptance in post-9-11 America. Fordson documents not only the players' outer struggle to overcome the hunger and thirst of fasting as they prepare for the big game, but also their inner struggle to reconcile their Arab heritage with their American birthright. This is Fordson Faith, Fasting, and Football, Dr. Matthew Stifler, a professor at the U of M and a researcher at the Arab American National Museum in Dearborn, will lead the post-film discussion. So the film starts at 6 tomorrow at the Ann Arbor District Library downtown branch. And a little bit about Ramadan, if you don't happen to be familiar. The annual observance of Ramadan is regarded as one of the five pillars of Islam. The month lasts 29 to 30 days based on visual sightings of the crescent moon. The word Ramadan comes from the Arabic root word meaning scorching heat or dryness. Fasting is obligatory for adult Muslims, except those who are ill, traveling, pregnant, diabetic, or going through menstrual bleeding. According to Islam, the rewards of fasting are many, but in this month they are believed to be multiplied. This year, the month of Ramadan is going to begin in early July, but it can vary quite a bit from year to year. I can also mention that fasting, of course, is a tradition in other religions as well, And in the Baha'i faith, fasting is observed during the month of Allah, which is going on right now from March 2nd to March 20th. That's also the complete abstaining from both food and drink during daylight hours, including abstaining from smoking. Consumption of prescribed medications is not restricted, and there are other such restrictions or other such exceptions for people in need. Along with the obligatory prayer, it is one of the greatest obligations of a Baha'i. It says fasting is symbolic and a reminder of abstinence from selfish and a reminder of abstinence from selfish and carnal desires so much to think about so tomorrow night fordson the documentary at the Arbor district library downtown branch this evening starting at 7 at the university of michigan museum of art an event a free event stroll the gallery look at the art listen to jazz also happening tonight and here's a record now from about this Paul McCartney recorded this record about 40 years before he was born she was a working girl north of England way now she's hit the big time 
say And if she could only hear me This is what I'd say Honey pie You are making me crazy I'm in love but I'm lazy So won't you please come home Oh honey pie My position is tragic Come and show me the magic Of your Hollywood song You became a legend Of the silver screen To be where you belong Honey pie, come back to me spring was coming. Doesn't that sound like it? Honey Pie by the Beatles. I said, yeah, recorded before they existed. It really happened. And see, spring is coming. A lot of things happening around town. Human beings walking around doing wonderful things. Dominic's is open this week. The traditional spring and summer spot where you can now sit outside with a sangria and shiver, but soon you'll be able to sit outside and it'll be warm. Today is Pi Day and Albert Einstein's birthday, which brings us to PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. And you're thinking, of course it does. So PETA says in a press release, students at Albert Einstein Elementary could have celebrated the scientist's birthday on March 14th with a healthy, meat-free and cost-free meal donated by PETA in honor of Einstein's vegetarian legacy. But school administrators have rejected the group's offer. At a time when school budgets and childhood obesity are hot topics, we're surprised that Einstein Elementary rejected an offer that would have saved the school money and introduced kids to healthy eating, says PETA's senior vice president. PETA had offered to foot the bill for the day's meals and to supply the school with free copies of its colorful, kid-friendly Einstein leaflet, which quotes his vegetarian philosophy, So I am living without fats, without meat, without fish, but I'm feeling quite well this way. It also seems to me that man was not born to be a carnivore. Neil Rubin of the, Det- Neil Rubin of the Detroit News says PETA actually made its offer to a handful of Einstein elementary schools around the country in a cheerful letter to principals, including one in Oak Park, Michigan. But the one in Oak Park, Michigan definitely said no thank you. Free food, I don't know. Meat, that's another story. 
for another show. And there will be meat, and there will be people, and human beings, and, and vegetables. This has been Mike, and I've been Pandora's Lunchbox for at least a half hour now. Arwolf will help us to face the music in just a moment. The event at UMA starts in just a few moments, too, so you can listen to Arwolf, go there, bring a transistor radio, do everything at the same time. Thanks to Arwolf. I have one more song about pie. I had tapped out with pie songs, but Arwolf suggested the Phil Ogilvy's Rhythm Kings, the acronym of which is PORK, P-O-R-K, from their album Rhythm Club, local group, good stuff. The tune is called Jazz Pie, and the record label is called Jazz Pie Records. The website is porkjazz.com, all food, all the time. It's WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you for listening. Don't stop doing that. Have some.
wait a minute. Wait, wait. I think Mike, you you wanted to tell us something about the. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I was just you were just showing me that wonderful jazz pie CD, Arwolf. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you showed me Ingrid lounging happily with her uh, trumpet. You see the That's trumpet? right. Yes. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned earlier, and I just made this connection, Ingrid Racine and her combo are going to be playing tonight at the University of Michigan Museum of Art as part of their free event this evening. So That's extraordinary. If you liked what you heard there, you get to like what you heard there tonight, too. In Poison. It's 7 o'clock. Thanks, Mike. Uh, it's still 7 o'clock. Now it's a minute past 7. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Face the music. I have prepared this show specifically to help you out. It's between you and me. Let's start with a recording that, as of yesterday, was 89 years old. This recording was made on on March 13, 1924, by a group who named themselves after St. Louis. It's the Mound City Blue Blowers. It's called Mound City because of the... uh, First Nation earthworks that are all around that uh, location. Red McKenzie operating the paper and comb. This is called Red Hot. <laughs> 